0: The guy that was doing the barbecue the first year at it got a, a phone call on Thursday from the the bakery he uses, yeah. it's cater, catering business thing, yeah. and he was like, look, sorry, I'm, I'm not going to be able to deliver uh, any baps tomorrow, and he was like, why are you away on holiday this weekend or what? And he was like, no, nah, because you'll be using them done at that pride event. <laughs>
1: Guys, <laughs> nerve baths are sweaty. Fucking, oh Jesus, mate. <laughs> and his, his,
0: his reply was, and he was like, Why are the fucking gays not allowed to eat <laughs> you
1: know, but Yeah, Not good, my time. No. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Interviews. I'm your host, Connor Finn, and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. You know that by now? I know that by now. If you don't, go listen to past episodes. They're all there and they're pretty damn good. On the show this week, I was thrilled to sit down for a chat with the wonderful Chris Big Bear McNaughton. Oh, we discussed everything about Chris's journey coming out publicly as a first gay strongman competitor. The whirlwind of media following all of that, campaigning LGBT awareness and mental health with bare strong having the first same-sex marriage in Northern Ireland, finding Lorne Pride and manifesting. I guess, judge appearance on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, that is literally only a tip of the iceberg. What we discuss in this interview. Chris was so lovely, down to earth, and just so inspirational with his chat. So, you guys are going to absolutely love it. But, without further ado, please enjoy the latest episode of Interviews with the wonderful. Chris McNaughton. Well, welcome back to another episode of interviews on the show. This week is um, the actual host of the podcast part this week because um, fucking internet and Zoom side be absolute bastards for us for the last half hour. Um, but it is none other than the brilliant Chris McNaughton. How's it going, Chris? Not too bad. Not too I bad. say brilliant not just because of like the stuff that you've done, but for literally. Being patient with me, with <laughs> through all of this, and I hadn't even got started, you know, interview yet. So, um, already, I mean, five star best interview I've had yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: it was forty five minutes of just looking at each other and not hearing each other. So,
1: well, I couldn't see you. So, I mean, you're profile black profiles. Be like, God, brings <laughs> me <it> back. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I'm just discreet, don't worry. Uh. <laughs>
0: Aye, that's the exact same thought was in my head.
1: Don't mind it, Chris. It's like,
0: I have a vid call, but no audio, no talking. <laughs> don't make it awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then, geez, then we're getting to the whole, geez, I, wait, you're hosting, Chris, we are talking about? Uh. <laughs> Well, anyways, I suppose, Chris, first and foremost, for the people that are listening that maybe don't know yourself or never, you know, hurry yourself up, uh, <coughs> embarrassing, uh, <laughs> living under a rock or something. <laughs> Clearly, don't tell fucking the internet. Uh, um, maybe give us a real brief introduction, I suppose. Chris, what you're kind of known for? I mean, where you're from?
0: Um, well, from Lauren, just let's say Belfast, Northern Ireland, yep. mostly known for um, probably a strongman career, uh, competing in strongman for twelve years and six of them professionally. Um, whenever what, about four years ago, uh came out publicly while I was competing in the Storm Man as being gay. And um, then life just sort of blew up after that. The um done MTV reality TV show, True Love, Through the Eyes, um, done shows for the BBC, for RTE, um just a lot of TV stuff in that there. Um developed or made a documentary called Bear Strong, which led into a brand called Bear Strong. Uh, it's like a mental health and LGBT awareness brand. Um, and everything sort of revolves around Bear Strong now, because uh, Bear Strong is like, it's like me, it's mental health, it's mental health education, it's mindset, it's, yeah, it's just like a broad spectrum of stuff. But um that's where sort of my main work and focus is now. I retired last year from Strongman so uh, everything's just everything's just less 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 training but more um more vanity. <laughs> you know, it's less about how much I left now and more about how I look and stuff and um the brand is, is sort of grown and grown and that's where my main focus is right now.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Well, I'm delighted that you kind of take the reins or explain that because I had about four things down here, and you added about seven onto that. <laughs> so <laughs> I was going to be like, "Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that's cool, like the strongman thing." <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm um, uh, great at Um But no, yeah, I suppose that's where I first kind of heard your story as well. Um I suppose in last year, even with like likes of. You know as you said, um, after coming out and obviously being in a public sphere and you know, such competitive kind of field, um, everything kind of blew up for you. And I suppose it was like on the likes of the Tommy Tiernan show or you know, like Con Gellis, I was being like, I can understand, I can understand why because I mean, it kind of comes back to the kind of load of right, um. Uh, nor an iron. like I mean everybody's just like gags over anything that isn't fucking like stone age and uh, <laughs> then to have I suppose someone like yourself that is so articulate and has kind of used their platform to kind of create you know bear strong that is all about you know mental health and lgbt like it, I mean it's kind of a traveling story really in a lot of it so I suppose that's you know what I mean it's uh I suppose it's been a bit mad for you the last couple of years
0: <laughs> yeah I've, I've sort of just rolled with it to be honest I think like the first year, I was still like very much like in the shell about a lot of it. You know, I was I was still, I was still caught up in the Northern Ireland mindset quite a bit of worrying about what people think and how things are going to look and, you know, about gossip and all that. And I I quickly got rid of all that and learned that you know, if I want to do things in life that. Are awesome and are amazing and are out there and are different. I'm gonna to have to really stop worrying and caring and have that, as I used to call it, Northern Irish mindset of worrying about what people think and what people say and 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 gossip and stuff, you know. Um, and it probably started. I think the first big thing since then probably was the MTV show. Mm. Um, That'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a big fucking leap. So it was like, you know, and it's definitely not. Um. You know, it's not the normal thing from a guy from Larne to, to do, like, you know, but um it was a brilliant show. It was um we were in Italy for a month filling it in a in a villa, uh with Danny Dyer, man of, uh, Maya Jama were the presenters of it and it was I still I don't think at that stage I still hadn't like fully got the confidence I've got now, so I struggled with a lot of it. Mm. Um you know i probably could jump into something like that now and like really enjoy it i wouldn't say i enjoyed any of it or the process of it because i just wasn't that confident back then yeah um but then coming back off that you know uh we released the bear strong documentary and then the bear strong documentary just went viral you know just went all around the world um and that, that sort of led to like. Then a lot of people come forward and been like, you know, we want you to come and talk talk at schools about your, your story and we want you to talk in workplaces and, and then I was like, this is actually something I'd like to do as a career now, and that's where I put a lot of my focus into is to start doing seminars and talks, you know, here, there and everywhere. And it is a, it is a story that, you know, as cheesy as this sounds, it does change lives and it saves a lot of lives. So it's it's hugely rewarding that way for me and to be able to do it as my actual career now. Um, it's brilliant, you know. I just want more and more and more of it, as as much as I can get. But it's yeah, the past four years has been it's been mental, <laughs> and there's a lot of things in the pipeline, which is even more mental. Um, prior to COVID, like um, I there's two TV series that um I'll be presenting. Um, Shut up, Jesus. Tra- once travel is okay, with, yeah. Um, one of them was all good to go, and then COVID came, and it, it involved travel around a lot of the world. Um, so that really put the foot in that there. Um, and then the other one still involves a lot of travel. So <laughs> whenever <laughs> I finally get to go ahead, um, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Like, you know, that's, that's what I really, have uh, wanted for a long time, you know, to, <laughs> to meet other people and tell other people's stories because everybody has a story. It doesn't matter. You know, everybody has a, everybody has a story. Not everybody has a name. Do you know mm. what I mean? My story is no greater or better or more inspiring than what a lot of other um, gay people or even a lot of other men's story is. It's just I have a platform I can tell it on. Mm. Um, you know, you, you walk into a gay bar and you talk to numerous amount of gay men and they'll be able to tell you stories very similar. They'll be able to tell you stories of a lot more hardship. You walk mm. into to to any bar and you talk to any man and they'll be able to tell you um, their story and, and their struggles and stuff. So, it um, I say my story isn't anything special. It's just I get a platform to say it on. So, to be able to go and, and meet people and interview people and hear like loads of stories in a series, I think that would be really powerful to do. Like you know, and obviously it would be pretty awesome to present your own series you know, as well <laughs> yeah it's not the worst Very thing safe. in the world yeah you know yeah
1: we'll chuck you around the world how's that signs you'll chat away to everybody sick unreal no bomb
0: <laughs> i've asked i have asked twice i twice maybe more than twice now um i really desperately want to do a guest judge on RuPaul's drag race uk um and See, that, been, that's a pretty,
1: that's pretty, you know, <laughs> like, stabbing for it. I imagine there's a queue up for that at this stage. Yeah. Like
0: There's a queue up for it, but some of the celebs they've had on have been really shit. Like, you know, like, Gemma, Gemma Collins in it last year should have been nowhere fucking near he was. I guess. She was <laughs> awful, like, absolutely awful. And I was sitting watching that go, I can't believe they put that on instead of me. But I, I really want to do it because I think that... The show, as much as I love it, as much as I'm a huge fan, yeah, um, it's not very diverse yeah. as to... Ter- as to um, it's not very diverse to the gay community. It doesn't show a lot of the gay community. I just believe I can bring something a wee bit different in, you know, when they'd show something a bit different. Plus, I'm a massive fucking fan. you just be a fangirling, like, fuck. you know? be yeah, like, <laughs> <fuck. laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> one of them ones where you'd be, like, so buzzing off your tits inside, but you have to be, like, Okay, Chris, calm down. Like, you know, go in here, be professional. Like, don't start, start screaming and shit. Yeah,
1: you're in like cold sweats. I hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah
0: you trying to like act cool and front of
1: people. No, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Very good. A funny one there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't even need to be a judge. I guess I'll, I'll be at the end of the table if you want me. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I mean, you came to the right podcast. I mean, I heard that he is a keen listener, um, the producers as well. I mean, that's, that's what I was saying. Do you know what I mean? You have obviously done these, you know, things like, you know, MTV and, you know, talk and present and stuff like this, but this is, this is where people really make their mark. Do you know what I mean? This is, um, the big books, big game. Not many people realize that, um, because they're so niche. Um, <laughs> no, but like, Jesus, yeah, I suppose, like, I, I mean, well like I suppose like let's take it back obviously that's you know this is where you kind of hurt the moment and you know that's what you're looking forward to the future but like to bring it back to yourself like obviously starting off and you know somebody as you said that has a platform now like when did you like first you know start creating this platform and like was it kind of I suppose doing the strongman competitions and ultimately getting into Burr Strong like was this something that you always kind of gravitated towards to or was there like potentially another path in mind is there like Another life where you're supposed to be like a pharmacist or something?
0: <laughs> I think my, my life up until I was 28 was to get married, have children, um, to marry a girl and have children and stuff. And that's the direction it was going and, you know, I was engaged to a girl and, and trying for kids and stuff and had a house bought and all that carry on. Like. And, um, you know, that, that was my direction in life for a long time. And then... Um, What actually happened was I actually ended up, um, I actually ended up meeting the guy, um, who got really close to as a friend. And then we were best friends for a year, um, where we didn't tell anybody about our relationship and stuff. But at the end of that year, um, it, it was the first time I actually got to see that, fuck, you know, I could actually do a relationship with guys instead of just, always you know copping off with them like you know I could mm. actually date and go out and actually enjoy As before that it was always a huge no no like that was always a nah like I would never want that type of thing mm. but um, so that made me think right well that, that, I think that was the first time in my life I was like right I'm, this is the first time I'm not happy with my sexuality and it's making me unhappy mm. so I need to look at changing it so I started to travel over to London um, going over to London on my own just and sort of exploring around and going to other cities and stuff. Um, and then I realised that, right, you know, there's a whole big massive world out there. If Norman Arm doesn't accept it, um, if I'm not accepted where I am, there's a massive world out there that can not accept it. And it's mm. just a matter of literally getting on a boat and you're away. do you know what I mean it just, beca- <laughs> it just became so simplified do you know what I mean and I was actually that's what I was actually prepared for Um for a long time you know when I actually came out it was a come out and goodbye you know yeah. that's what I was prepared to do I was prepared to just get up go and move over to move over to London or close close to it um, but yeah the regards like, that put me on Obviously when I when I came out and stuff, um came out as the first openly gay strongman man in the UK and in Europe and Ireland and it it was a it was a, a headline, do you know what I mean? It was catchy to the media, it was catchy to, to to the different things and it got me a lot of TV and media attention. So um I did an interview on U T V in the Pamela Ballantyne show, uh for the first time talking about mental health. And the struggles that i have been through and stuff. And after that, um, we got like shitloads of messages. People contacting us, like trying to tell their story, like reaching out for help, um, talking about how bad their own mental health has been and stuff. And it was just like shit. You know, what do you do with this? You know, you yeah. just can't. You can't like sit and reply to hundreds of messages and like help people. So. Um, decided to do a documentary called "Bear Strong," where you actually like tell the whole story, and the idea is that you know people can hear the story of my past and see my future today, and that in itself is 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 a huge savior for people because they could be like, people look at you you go on, you look at my Instagram, you look at my socials now, you look at the life I live now, and they're like, you know, uh, you know, look at him, he's on TV and he's 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 married now, you know, he, he's doing well for himself and all the rest of it. He looks dead happy. Um, and then when they hear the story of where you where you came from and hear the story that, you know, that I did try to take my own life and I didn't want to be here anymore and had years of, of, of self-harm and self-abuse and stuff. And, you know, I came through all that to be where I am now. It just anybody who's in that situation back then and and hears my true raw story of what it was like for me back then can relate and then they can look forward and be like, well, look where he is now. You know, that could be me. It's, it's just giving hope. You know what I mean? It's just giving hope to people because I didn't, you know, I didn't really at the end. I just hoped that I could get through it. But so yeah, it was this direction was sort of almost put handed to me type of thing. It was that first interview on the Pamela Ballantyne show. Mm-hmm. And then it was just stuff coming forward and like dealing with it, processing it, like making stuff happen. And. Yeah, it was just snowballing. I think this is the first time where I'm actually sitting back and being like, what direction I'm going in? Because everything just came fucking here and everywhere before. Like, you know, it was like, uh, um, M- MTV was like a- an Instagram message, you know, um, RTE R- was a, it was just a random email, you know, it was, the uh, other producers just get your number somehow, you know, it just all came to you. Like, you know, yeah. and, and you just sort of like, dealing with it, processing it, like, doing it as it comes. This is the first time where I've actually sat back and I've been like, right, what am I going to do for the, <laughs> the next few years? Like, what's my future? What am I planning out and stuff? And it's exciting, but it's also very foot off the pedal at the moment, do you know what I mean? It feels a wee bit that I'm not, because I'm not flat out busy at the moment, it feels that I'm a bit lazy or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just <laughs> yeah. Do. I'm used to go, 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 go and now it's like, sit back and have a think <laughs> and plan stuff and well, I'm not used to that like, <laughs> you know? but I think I'm like getting there now like, I'm, I'm nearly at the stage of actually getting stuck back into work again where I nearly have things all planned out but it's um, it's different at the moment, right? you know, it really is
1: Yeah, I suppose, like, fuck me that was like <laughs> I suppose that everything just kind of like just went like tumbled one after the other and you kind of want to keep up with the momentum of it I suppose as things go along so then you don't really even get like a chance to you know be like what am I doing right now do you know what I mean you're almost just being chucked around each thing but like yeah it's like it's as you said like it's just I suppose even for everybody I suppose in the last couple like years fucking with lockdown and everything else I think that kind of gave everybody a bit of an opportunity to slow down and be like What the fuck were we doing there? Because everybody was in that kind of just be like, oh yeah, just like the next thing, or, you know, as you said, I'm the exact same. Like, if I wasn't busy, like, I mean, I was like, be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I just always had something going on. And I suppose it wasn't until, you know, everything, everybody had to shut for a hot second that I was being like, what am I doing? Like, like, I literally moved down to Dublin just before the pandemic hit. And then I was like, how did I get here? So, yeah, I, I, I can only imagine. I mean, for yourself, that's just like you're only now getting to catch your breath and be like, All right, uh, okay, like let's see where we we'll go. Here we go.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not like it was only a couple of weeks ago. I messaged one of the producers and it was just like, Well, any, any crack with the series? Like, when's it happening? And they're like, Yeah, it's getting close, still working on it and stuff. And then you're like, Fuck. And then, you know, it's just, it was very much being left on your own. At yeah. the moment, like do you know what I mean? Which is, is good, you know, because I started writing the book, Bear Strong, mm-hmm. and that means a lot to me to get it done. When the mm-hmm. fuck it will be finished? God only knows. Uh, the way, <laughs> about the time it takes me to fuck the right shit, like, but it will be done at some stage.
1: Like, um, <laughs> we're two two, two, <laughs> like two,
0: two chapters, out the moment, like, if it's like ten. Dear <laughs> diary, yeah, it will literally be done in like two years or three years. <laughs> thing. But um, yeah, and then. You know, I, I've I've been working on other things too, and I, I brought out a new clothing range called Fuck Up, and it means a lot to me. It's been in the back of my head probably for about two or three years now, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's one of them things as well that when it if it would have came out um, when it was first in my head, it would never have been as good as it is now. Yeah, like the way the way it's coming out now, it's really fucking good mm. uh, because it's loads of meaning behind it and the design of it and stuff's brilliant. So it's one of them things. Sometimes an idea is better sitting in your head for a while, you know, before you just jump on something type of thing, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, it's definitely a different way of life. You know, it's I like the go go go. I like being busy. I I like having every day booked out and stuff. So they they actually sit back and be like, okay, you need to. The- <laughs>
1: manage yourself to work today and stuff it's just not me, you know But yeah you know, yeah i mean well that. you made and, and and now you you get to make time for stuff like this i mean god you, you must yeah. be like give me the fuck back to work honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry sorry connor i'm actually really busy at the moment yeah no i didn't, didn't hear that chris you're actually taking a fucking out <laughs> but i suppose like yeah like i mean within the last couple of years has been absolutely insane for you and as well i mean as you said with things coming up as like you're literally plan out. I said fucking cloven book. Present, you know, there's a lot that's, you know, steadily packing up there, even though you're going like, yeah, just like sitting back, or like, you know, can't take it all in here. But I suppose, like, before this life, you know, even like as a strong man, I like, and, you know, obviously before everything kind of blew you up, like, I suppose, like, I, I, well, I'm trying to think of by like, you know, every, you know, where are the kind of lead around in life, I feel like, there's some things in their earlier years that maybe have, you know, impacted them or, like, informed the kind of PPR today. And I don't know if you had um many kind of, like, character building jobs growing up that I suppose has given you this almost, it seems like, you know, fatality and kind of like, um you know, I'm trying to think of the right word if it's like... <laughs> I was right about strong headed, but I'd be like, "That's actually really insulting." <laughs> you know, like yeah. the backbone that kind of has you know pushed you through to essentially what has been you know big steps in your life in this stage mm-hmm. now. Like, I don't know if this is like a thing that's only happened, or was there kind of any character building moments that happened earlier in your life that
0: I think that what has has. What has got me to where I am today, and the the main thing about me today is that I have confidence to do anything, which Mm. wasn't, wasn't me before, you know, like, don't get me wrong, I still go into a lot of situations, battling anxiety and, and struggling with nerves, but because of who I am, you know, like, if, if I walked into, if I walked into, um, you know, a seminar, a talk, or if I walked into something and, and was just the most confident, cocky person, like, people would look at me then and they wouldn't relate to what I'm about. Yeah. What I mean, like I, I I remember a fella trying to, to help me before where he was like, you know, look, I can, I can help train you to get the nerves out of your voice and stuff like that. When you do, you do talks. Mm. Um And I was like, yeah, that's something that's always annoyed me. And then I actually thought about it. And I was like, no, nah, because, you know, there's, there's a brilliant motivation of speakers in the world. Like, that I listen to like Les Brown and Tony Robbins and stuff. With Tony Robbins and Les Brown, were sitting and talk to me about their anxiety and how bad their anxiety is. I would struggle to like relate because of how empowering a person they are. Mm. Um, so I, I like to keep that part of me. I don't want to like wash it away. But when you're saying about like you know, instead of like character building throughout my life, I think it's been the opposite. Um, where it's been constant knocks and blows, you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, I was, I, I was <clears throat> bullied all through primary and secondary school. And, you know, there's just been endless amount of knocks and, and, and setbacks. And then to be, to be in the lowest of lows, um, and to be, you know, in the, the situation, in the state that I was in, it, it gives you fantastic strength when you come out the other side of it. Yeah. Um, it. It it makes you not it makes you not care about things that aren't worthwhile caring about. Do so you know what I mean? You, you don't stress. You don't worry about things. You you do have that that mindset yeah. in your head where you think to yourself. You know, you've done a lot worse than this. You know <laughs> what I mean? You you brought yourself up from the gutter, like you know what I mean? You you fought back from. You know, literally wanting to kill yourself to um, being where you are today. You know, things, tasks, and challenges seem less daunting then. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And um, it just shows you what strength you have to do stuff. You know, and you know, there's still things I struggle with. Like I wouldn't say I'm the most strongest-minded person. Like you know, like. I struggle with dying, I struggle with quitting cigarettes, you know, I struggle well, with... Preachers with... of the bar. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that I struggle with, like, you know what I mean? I, but are there things that I really genuinely want in life? You know, anything that I truly want in life, you know, anything I truly want to achieve, that you know, I believe I have it inside me to achieve whatever I want to achieve. And You normally find when you do things and you don't stick to them, it's because you don't really want it, you know Yeah. I mean? But, yeah, I think in... The, may not have been character building throughout the years. Um, you know, I think it was the opposite until it got to the stage where I took control and then showed myself what I'm actually capable of doing. And it, it does give me great strength today. Yeah,
1: I suppose. <laughs> Fuck me. You really took control, like Jesus, from kind of words they held on. Like, even to like, I suppose the point of like, even influence, as you said, so many others. And like, even, you know, with the likes of fucking, like, Lauren Pride and stuff like that I mean was that like <laughs> I suppose is that like a thing that you like that's like that legacy. a legacy do, do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like <laughs> but also that that's like a, a thing as well to be like do you know you know sometimes you don't see ones for a couple of years and then they'll be like oh yeah what have you been up to and it'll be like uh oh, shit like do you know what I mean? like the, this is like a thing that changes not just you know how you're perceived or you know people's kind of thoughts of your you know your own life but changes so many others in that kind of sense and especially in <laughs> an area <laughs> like Lauren or do you know just like it's especially up the north just fucking itself like i mean it's just i suppose those are kind of like the situation has been like how do you go from like A <laughs> to like r- literally being like it, it? It just almost seemed like with all the things that you've been doing now, it was meant to happen, if you get me. Yeah. Like it, it lends yourself to it with your kind of like you no know, abilities.
0: It does, it does feel a lot of that there. That, you know, a lot of things are were, were sort of meant to happen. And it just comes like the, the alarm pride type of thing, like it just came from the same thing that Bear Strong and that comes from, mm. where it's just, you know, always thinking of Little Chris type of thing. And there is a lot of Little crests out there. Um, there's a lot of teenage lads. There's there's, there's a lot of, of of people who are trying to figure things out and struggling. And I just... The main thing for me growing up and knowing that there was something about me that was attracted to men, mm. the main thing and the main problem was there was no visibility of it. Like, I, I, I literally can't remember much to do with LGBT or gay until... Twenty seven, twenty eight. Do you know what I mean? Until I actually took myself into that world, I don't remember much about any of it, you know, or, or seeing much, or like being exposed to anything or nothing like that. So, you know, visibility um, and to have it in my hometown. You know, the, the first year I was two and a half thousand people out The first year, probably about a thousand of that was the family and kids side of things. Um, you know, I did notice in the first year. There was a lot less of the LGBT community locally at it, um, and I was a, I was a wee bit miffed at the time, and then afterwards I thought about it and I was like, no, I think that's that's like an anxiety thing for people who are LGBTQ. You know, like a, a heterosexual person going to Pride is nothing to be anxious about or worried about, but for somebody, you know, from Larn. Who is gay, lesbian, bi trans, whatever? And the first pride's been held and they've no idea, like, what this anxiety I was going through not knowing how it was going to be received, you know? So, yeah, it, it, I understood that after the first year that it takes a lot of confidence for people to actually come forward. Not everybody's able, but in the, the second year, obviously we had, we had a gap with COVID. And then this year, I noticed a lot more of the community there because they obviously seen all the pictures and Facebook and stuff, they've seen how well it was received how well it went down, that there was no shit there were protesters at it. So it made them a lot more comfortable coming this year. Mm. Um, and this year was a total sellout again, but it was only in the nighttime version of what we did this year because of the way things are. But I do want it to be back next year. I want it to be bigger next year and I want a parade to start happening as well. So um it's one of them things that um, just worked. And it could have been a... the. You know, it could have been the total opposite. You know, there was, <laughs> there was a lot of hate from some people in the town and some businesses in the town. Um, and it was brilliant to be able to name and shame them, you know, once they showed their true colors and be mm-hmm. like, okay, don't go to this bakery because they refuse to give baps for barbecue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking, t- you, the, the politics yeah. of it all, Oh, it's very,
0: it's very literally the guy, the guy that was doing the barbecue the first year at it got a, a phone call on Thursday from the get, the bakery he uses. his yeah. cater, catering business thing. Yeah. And he was like, look, sorry, I'm, I'm not going to be able to deliver uh, any baps tomorrow. And he was like, why, are you away on holiday this weekend or what? And he was like, no, nah, because you'll be using them at that pride event. <laughs>
1: gays there's <and laughs> their baps, I swear. Uh, you can fucking, oh, Jesus, what is <laughs> And his, his,
0: his reply was, he was like, why well, are the fucking gays not allowed to eat? yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, but yeah, it, it was not my to, town no. it was <laughs> That's what it was like. So it was good, to It was actually good that then people um riddled themselves out. And, yeah, um, you know, then you're able to tell people, you know, look, here's the crack with this person. Here's who, you, you know, when you, every time you hand over your money at the counter, here's the, yeah. the person that's going to you. Like, you know, yeah. Whereas the, the, whereas before they would have sat very quiet over the years. You know,
1: mm. and suppose it's probably even like. As both, like well dressed, I've noticed it, and obviously this isn't like a localized thing. But obviously, in big corporations, like it's almost <laughs> people are leaning into it so much now, where it's like yeah. I don't know if you've seen this video or TikTok where it was this pride this year, and a girl was like taking the piss out of corporations, getting involved in it, where they go like, "Hi, gay," <laughs> boots the house down to a great deal of target. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just been an interesting one, especially like. I know just the last couple of years, I, I've even kind of just been like, God, everything's like, it, it seems as if there's still a whole flip in its head, I suppose. Like, <laughs> But I mean, it depends on different levels. Like, But yeah, I think it's not, that's just been one of the funniest things to come out of it, being like, <laughs> how do we make this, like, how do we sell this, but like, make for the gays. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the love bops, apparently, they're already a big batch of larn, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: you'll see that the most if you ever go to London Pride.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it's so business, so commercialized. Oh. It's just like float after float after float of just delivery trucks, um, <laughs> and just, just it's just it's just you know. Yeah. <coughs> but it, it, it's 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 it is you know. Do you want support? Do you not want support? Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I personally like if I see them with pride label on, I buy it. You know what I mean? Because it's just like fair play. You know, mean? Easy target you're, exactly. Yeah, if you're bringing if you're bringing it like short jail, yeah. and I guess that you know, no matter what you know, like when I when I done more pride, you know, I have a business behind I, I have local businesses, yeah, and I risked them businesses getting, you know, if it went bad, mm. I risk them businesses getting chumped and and, and Sean, Do you know what I mean? So like, mm. there was like I. Definitely have have thoughts in my head like you know are you gonna lose your business out of this year like um and it was a worry you know luckily and there was there was like members who left because of it you know the gym did lose members don't me wrong you know not to the state that it causes any harm and you know it probably helped promote the gym a bit too like but you know there is that aspect so when a company does put their their neck out there to support. Yes, sometimes it's too too much about look at us. We are supporting, but it's it's sort of like well, at least they're doing a bit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's it's the type of thing people are like, oh well, you just do this at Pride, then you piss it off. And it's like yeah, but like some some a lot of companies just do a fucking coffee in and school morning for cancer charity. They can't do it every fucking morning, like do you know mm. what I mean? That's the they come, they do their bit at the time, they show their support, they show their bite, and then they move on. Like we can't be at it all year round and you know, having a bright day every day at work, <laughs>
1: well, not you, Chris? All right. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> 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 the banana work done. <laughs> yeah. But I suppose like um as well, I mean with all the things that have happened, like, have there been any, I suppose, like, major, I suppose every moment has kind of been, like, mad, but, like, have there been any major standout moments that kind of came from this life that you're leading now that I suppose, you probably never imagine could have happened? I suppose, does it reflect back to, like, that little Chris where you're being, like, Jesus, or, like, has there been any ones where, you, like, now reflected back, I suppose, they're like, pinch me moments? Um,
0: there's been a lot of, like, there's been a lot of... um. There's been a lot of like good things that have happened, do yeah. you know what I mean? And there's been like a loads and loads of like, and to some people, I guess that they could be huge things, and they were huge things, but they weren't the shivers up your back thing, do you know yeah. what I mean? For me, like and strongman Man, walking out to 5,000 people and competing 10 up to 10,000 people on some shows, uh, that was that was shivers up your back type of thing, and mm. um, I still have. I guess the images that have been in my head for a long time is holding seminars to thousands of people. That has been in my image for a while, you know, mm-hmm. and when that happens, then I think that'll be a real shivering thing. I think when I produce my own TV series and get to see it on TV, I think that'll be a, like a spine chilling. I guess I don't feel that I've done it yet. You know, I don't feel that... Um. You know, I've always aimed big. You know what I mean, and it is one of them things. If you aim big, you know, aim for the moon, you fall amongst the stars, type of thing. You have always a great big expectation I'm not scared to, you know, want for. Like, you know, a lot of people would laugh at me when they say about like wanting to be a guest judge in RuPaul's Drag Race. But lots of people laughed at me when I said about going on the MTV. loads of people laughed at me when I said about going to the BBC or the RTE. You know, like those of people laughed about a lot of things about life. you know what I mean? But I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not scared or worried um, about here. No, no, doesn't phase me in life. Mm. Um, and I always would have been scared. of know, like everything from work to getting turned down in an interview to sport. You know, failing the show or, or or not not getting picked for something or you're not winning something to even picking up girls. You know, like to be here. No, it was like no was always a a very sore thing for me mm. to hear you know where fast forward a lot of years probably from when i was like 20 27 28 onwards um i just realized it was like in life you're going to get nine no's out of ten but it's the one yes that matters and that's the way everything is from mm. business from business to, to to the competition competing to see anything you go out there to do to, to, to date and trying to pull people it's, it's all the same that you're going mm. to get like endless 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 no's and I get one yes so like it's still still a lot of no's going on at the moment, you know but like the yes is welcome and um, I think that will be when I like do get I just have this image in my head of holding a seminar to thousands of people and like walking out to like thousands of people who are there to hear me talk like that's that I think when that happens, that'll be like fuck, you know, like made it type of thing. Or when I am actually filming a <laughs> show and stuff, and then that'll be a big right. You've you've got it now type of thing. But it doesn't it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm unthankful for everyone else's that happened because I I am like I know how lucky I am and a lot of it means stuff. But I think that it'll probably be the same when I, uh, those things happen <laughs> when they happen. It's just like that's awesome and then you move straight past it yeah i, I, I never reminisce and anything. like to me it's thinking when, when things happen with me like, yeah i can sit and think of it and look back at it in a positive way but when it's done it's done yeah i mean it's, it's that's it i don't even like Talking about stuff the next day or a couple of days after, with people like if even when I won a, won a straw man show, when people <laughs> talked about it to me the next day, I had no interest.
1: You're in also being like, wait, what was that? <laughs> uh, it's just like they were like,
0: you know, people, like, oh, well done yesterday, you did well, and you're like, yeah, thanks, and that's it as far as I want the conversation to go. It's just like I've m- m- moved on now to something else, like, you know, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and it's the same with way, way everything, really. Like you know, it's just um, I just move on very very
1: very quickly you know yeah <laughs> and here's me he lets you be like yeah so like everything you've done for so Safari right? <laughs> yeah, yeah like i know get it. <laughs> yeah connor fucking that's the other interviews <laughs> but i suppose on the flip side of that i mean with everything like it seems like you've really you know kind of got your life together and like to like a point i I suppose where you're being like you're not afraid of no you like you're not afraid of you know fucking anything really at this stage you're being like look, I'm happy in myself I'm happy in life and you're doing exactly what you want and you know where you want to go like but from this stage I suppose have there been kind of any horror stories like that came from I suppose all the good like has there been any like even like I know backlash or like a change in situation that you kind of been like Oh, okay. Like, I suppose this is what happens whenever like become more in the spotlight. Or has it been? It seems to be majority pretty like good.
0: I think you you need to you just need to watch yourself a wee bit more. You know, there is a lot of people out there that are out to like to try and get you, and I have experienced that online
1: Mm. through
0: Instagram and trolls and stuff like that. Um, you know, a a real like there's there's some awful, manipulative people out there, like you know that. They just want to try and and screw you in that type of way, and um, you know, you just have to be really, really careful and just and watch yourself, you know, and um, just don't get sucked in. I guess you know, with people. And there's been times where I've like twigged on very quickly that you know, people are are trying to, to suck me into something, and. Um, you know, there's been things like there's been scams and stuff like that done online mm. with, with my name and stuff, and that's annoying and hurtful. Like you know, um, because I just think you know anybody who's gone into that has gone into that but, because they've seen my face, they've yeah. seen who I am, and people have used that and used my just really used me and my story to try and scam people. You know, i.e. here's a website or here's a you know uh, there was there was one time where there was a um, an Instagram page was set up and then there was a link to an OnlyFans and it wasn't even OnlyFans, it was like some other link. Um people were going on to it thinking like, Oh, he set up an OnlyFans and clicking on it and then they were banging and wiping out their cards and stuff, you know, and it Jesus. was a bit shit that my images were being used to do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I felt for people, you know, who who got, you know, sucked into stuff like that. But um yeah, I mean Not so much now, obviously, because like I'm with my fella and I'm settled and stuff, like you know. But the the catfishing thing was huge for a long time, like it was huge. It it really was something that like it got me angry, like do you know what I mean? But it was like totally getting set up with fake profiles and stuff, and like, um, just yeah, getting like catfished just so people can meet you and stuff, and it was just like absolutely no need to do <laughs> stuff like that it's just like off, offer to buy me a drink when I'm out and I'll sit and talk to anybody like like why go to all this extent yeah, yeah so yeah it was, it, there's nothing really scary I can't, I can't think of anything like really scary but it was just like I think I'm, I've always been a type of person who would like Um, I think it's just with uh, anxiety and stuff like that, you overthink everything with anxiety. Mm -hmm. So every time I go do something, I do overthink it a lot. Like, I go do like, think like, well, if if I do this, like, what's the worst thing to come out of this? Yeah. And you're just a million miles ahead of yourself, like worrying about shit. So I think sometimes that keeps me on my toes a wee bit, you know, but yeah, you just always have to, have to watch yourself, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, if the worst that's came out of it is, uh, I mean, um, only, I mean, fake fact, fact, it's quite complimentary actually, yeah. <laughs> and a couple of fish. And like, I'm, yeah, I suppose, and in and, and, and the wider scheme of things, it's it, it's been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, I
0: don't know, I sort of, I don't want to fucking jinx myself here, like you know what I mean? But I've sort of been sort of relatively lucky that way, you know, I mean, the, the, the newspaper, because like T V show, you know, even doing that, like, how they decide to the edit you is to how you look across. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they turn around, you're like, nah, there's, and they can do it so well. They can do it so well. Like, you know, just <laughs> uh, t- two of the girls that we were like, uh, best friends with in that show, they were the most funniest, the most nicest. They, they were the best to crack. And I Did like, they get the villain at it? Oh, fucking hell. They were absolute bitches when we watched <laughs> the TV. They were so bad that actually, I was just, like, a little wee like, I was like, fucking bitch. <laughs> and then you were trying to remind yourself, like, you know, because it was, like, six months before, you were trying to remind yourself, you were like, oh, they are actually dead on, like, you know I mean? But it was just, like, the way that it was edited, it was just, like, fucking hell, what a bitch. <laughs> you know? but, Yeah, yeah. So you just, you have to be, I guess you have to be a wee bit lucky, With yeah. all that stuff, like, you know, and... um so many people like are worse off like you look at your guy um the TV presenter Matt Matt lob or something or what you call him and like he got massively screwed over with that there where he got he got stitched up online and ruined his entire career like you yeah. know, he lost everything out of it like um because he got what he caught stood up to have a wink online and then I got fucking shared it. he just lost everything out of that like and you know it's, it's easy done. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the right the right the right persons just you know can get caught so, easy, yeah. like,
1: so. I suppose It's a bit harder to fuck with um a strong man as well. I suppose it's so- <laughs> not it
0: doesn't make a difference. When it comes to the online when it comes yeah. to online like it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't even make a difference a person I were like it was but and um no,
1: it'll be easier. <laughs> but I suppose, I mean, from this, I mean, and everything else that's been going on, you were kind of mentioned there, you know, what the kind of future holds, I mean, but are there, like, well, you've actually, you've already told me what your bucket list things are, but is there anything that you're being like, this will be like my kind of like, my stand, like, you know, kind of point. obviously, RuPaul's Paul's Drag Race, obviously, you know, the book, like, even, you know, fuck up clothing, but like, I mean, like, is this kind of where you see everything going on for the next while or is there anything being like no like i'm gonna get my own tv series i'm gonna you know create like an empire for it's essentially everything yeah i mean it seems like there's good fuel for it <laughs> like- yeah.
0: yeah i think that you know the moment that's what this time is, is about a lot like this time is is time that i need to sit and think right you know 32 now and um you know, it does, when you get into your 30s, you do think differently, like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, well, I, I did sort of think a while ago. It was like, right, well, you're not going to still be a PT when you're 40 and 50 years old. Mm-hmm. That's The PT is a young person thing. Mm-hmm. Um And it phases out. So, you know, that's why I moved in different directions even years ago. And now is the time I'm sitting looking, like, what are you going to be at? Um And I do have things, you know, what I was saying, like, I do want to have... Um, I do want to be basically a TV presenter and go in that direction but to present things that I have a heart with you know what I mean stuff that that really lie with me you know and and that I can be passionate about and
1: you can actually
0: (laughs) 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 yeah like like stuff that you can actually make a difference (laughs) with you know I I genuinely wouldn't have you know if somebody just asked me to come along and present just a random show um, that didn't have any meaning or any you know impact on people. yeah it wouldn't, wouldn't have an interest in it they like, wouldn't honestly wouldn't appear to me but you know sometimes it's money has never been a great maker of me you know what i mean I've, I've never been that orientated when it comes to money but i've had i've had i've seen my felt like the huge reward you can get from like changing somebody's life yeah and, it's addictive as fuck for me. You know, it really is addictive. And I feel that I have purpose in this world still when I'm doing that. And when I I don't do that, then that's when I find myself slipping back.
1: Mm. And,
0: you know, when I do start questioning sort of my own self-worth in this world and stuff is when I'm when i off that, when I take my foot off the pedal a bit with that. Mm. So for me, I guess that's why I wouldn't, you know, if somebody asked me to present the show in bacon or something, or, like, uh, on Sport or something like that, that's why I wouldn't do it. You know, yeah, mm. it would probably be fun with Bederson, but I know that my own mental health wouldn't be, be right after a while because I would have lost that sort of bug or that, you know, that wantness, you know, or that, that need to sort of help other people. Um, you know, if I, if I could spend... um an hour in a room with a thousand people who, who want my help or to be on TV doing an hour to millions of people. I'd rather be in that room with a thousand people. Like, so I guess that's, in, in the long run, when I look at it in the long run, it's trying to reach out to the biggest amount of people that I can. And, you know, Bear Strong will develop into a charity at some stage. It will develop into, um, you know, a, a mental health charity where it can, have some type of setup in northern ireland Mm. but i i need to get it bigger and, and more well known first and and then we'll look down them roots you know but yeah it is whatever the bigger scale is going to be in the future i don't know but it will be a bigger scale of of but keeping the purpose of what we're doing now you know
1: yeah yeah I suppose that's kind of like the only way that you can go through it Is be like right this is where we came from This is where we're going And what you know as as you said If you're going to be you know going down this kind of route Being like you want it to be meaningful You know what impact you you know what values That you're looking to take away from it Instead of just being like rolling off the punches Or just be like yeah yeah sweet yeah that'll do Like but like I suppose that's the kind of best way to look at it Do you know what I mean You're being like no if that's not going to fucking send me down the right kind of route Like then what I, I, uses it to you like
0: yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, you know, money does talk in some ways, but you know, I think that uh, anything I've done revolving money has to have a purpose with it. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I'd be like, right, if I go and do this, it'll make me this amount of money, but then I can go and do that with that amount of money. Yeah, you know, what I mean, so it always has to have a purpose, it always has to have meaning. It's just not like I've I worked in the banking world for years, that was my job before I did now. Mm. Um, as I worked in Banks for six years, and it was <laughs> it was honestly one of the most depressing, horrible places I've ever been in my life. And it turned the heart and soul out of me about money. Yeah. It was just like I seen so many people who were had money coming out their fucking ears, but the most miserable lives, yeah. like genuinely the most miserable, awful lives. You know, I just looked at it and been like, how is that? You know, people who were and there's 60s, 70s, millionaires, like billionaires, and working from 6, 7 o'clock in the morning to, you know, 9, 10 o'clock at night, six days a week. And it's just like, why? Why would you be doing that? Like, you're fucking two steps off fucking death's door, and you're running around working all them hours with millions and billions and like, Businesses everywhere and real estate everywhere at all. It's just like, you know, I don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people have a passion for their work, yeah. but like that, or for their work, but like there has to be something else. Like, you know what I mean? You can't just, like, you can't have one thing ruin your whole life, no matter what it is. Like, no matter how much you love it. Like, life is far more vast than just work or far more vast than just sport. You know, it, it needs to be, have all things included. And it needs to have work, it needs to have sport, it needs to have, Love needs to have family, needs to have friends. You know, if you don't fill your life with all those things, it really and truly it's filled with fuck all, you know what I mean? But yeah, me and me look at money in a very realistic way, where it's you need it to survive, but that's a bit fucking it.
1: Yeah. And I suppose just on that note as well. And obviously love money time is also another thing that I have been, uh, destroying, uh, your evening with. So just before we wrap up and just before we go, cause I'm just so conscious that I've absolutely just like racked up. Uh, <laughs> Well it was supposed to be half six Jesus Christ it's like seven o'clock now. Uh, No we We were supposed to start at half five Fuck me uh, Oh God <laughs> Okay before we wrap up I was wondering Would you play a quick game Where I've been kind of writing down some You know keywords And whatever like this And we do some quick fire Word association Basically First thing that comes to your head In it I mean, there doesn't have to be an explanation.
0: This is going to be the disaster moment that you were talking (laughs) about earlier.
1: (laughs) Yeah. See, everybody signs up for this podcast and then be like, yeah, whatever, like this. And then I get to ask them about like, what's the highs? And then I'm being like, cause after this is, you know, it plummets (laughs) pretty quickly. (laughs) So are you ready? Then are you up for planet? Cool. (laughs) That wasn't a yes. (laughs) Fine. God, you're recording anyways. Okay. Right. Here you go. I foes. First foremost, RuPaul. Queen. <laughs> Baps. <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> Strong Strength. Fuck up. <laughs> Cloven. Uh, presenting. TV. Larn. <laughs> um, uh, there's
0: literally nothing good to say about that. <laughs>
1: Just find my Um, sign bite. Larn
0: Larn Harbor.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Okay, get back to you. Okay, (laughs) a strong man. (laughs) Um, big. Big. (laughs) All And finally, interviews. (laughs) Finally, what? Finder interviews the name of the fucking podcast oh, right. <laughs> fuck up <laughs> correct, correct answer fuck up. and on that note <laughs> <laughs> no see, thanks so much I literally do leave people on throughout it just to be like oh god and then just at the end they go like fine I guess whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first fuck up it deserved actually <laughs> um, but I suppose Chris if anybody's been listening to your story and the us chat to this night, um were I suppose if they want to follow along, everything else, um if they want to start, you know, like a petition or something like that to get you on Drag race, um, if they want to do, you know, <laughs> anything on your behalf. I mean, if they want to maybe do like a legit only fans, you know, come to have some cool offers here and there. Uh, where can they find you? Where is everything bear strong, crisp, Chris and Cotton? Um,
0: if you go to www.bearstrong.co.uk, it's really got everything on there or instagram bear strong mcnaughton and um, those are two main socials i work off. if you try to get me anywhere else i'll probably not probably just, just fuck, off.
1: <laughs> fuck <laughs> up. well chris it's an absolute pleasure again thank you so much for being probably one of the most generous guests with their time and their patience uh, so um yeah thanks so much and i can't wait to see where you're going from here honestly it's been great chatting to you no worries. See you later, Chris. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of interviews. If you enjoy this podcast, please do remember to go listen to some of the past episodes and do give us a like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And make sure you follow me on social media as well. I'm off there on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, I'm on all those. Just search for interviews, Finterviews Podcast. You'll find me there and give us a wee follow. And then you can also let me know who you would like to hear on the show next. Until next time, thank you very much for tuning in again. And I'll chat to you later. Bye.